You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This parak, the sixth parak of Peah, begins with a machlokas beishamay and beishilil. And this is one of the places where Shammai is more lenient than Hillel. What does Shammai say? Shammai says that if a person wants to tailor-make his, 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 his declaration of, of something being Hefker, he wants to say it's only Hefker for the poor. As we saw yesterday, the person models himself on God. God has Hefker for the poor. Peya, Leket, Shikha, Oilalos, Peret. He wants to also be Mafkir things, but he only wants it to be Hefker for the poor, not for someone who makes $80,000 a year, let's say. In New York, making less than 80 is already poverty, I believe. So anyway, so let's say uh, we're talking about and a person wants to make it hefker, but only for poor people. Shammai says it's called hefker. And that means if the person wants to go get it, he's taking it from hefker. Okay? And everybody, and, and we'll see if, if anybody else can come and get it. But it's called hefker. And it gets all the benefits of what hefker means. And if it's a grain material that grew from your field, then anybody that would take it, any ani that would take it, or maybe even we'll see tonight, even someone who's not an ani take it, it's called hefker. According to Hillel, it's gobbledygook, what he said. It doesn't mean anything. And it's not, it's not hefker. And we saw, because Hillel says, for hefker to work, you, his model is Shemitah, Right? Shemitah is, is what Hefker is what is the way Hefker works. Okay. So now that was what we learned about yesterday. Now let's take a look even deeper in this subject of Hefker. Let's say the following thing happens. He says, He's in Shammai's world. The person says, this is Hefker, but only for poor people. And then what happens? Oshir hears that. Some rich guy hears that and goes and takes it. Hmm. Now, would would it be considered in Shammai's world, does the usher need to give it up or not? So he says, that would be the plukta of Rav Meir and Rav Yossi. What is the machlokas Rav Meir and Rav Yossi? They have another machlokas about Hefker. What's their machlokas? Aldas the Rav Meir Rav Meir says, whenever a person makes something hefker, what does it mean? Kivan sha'oda mafkir dovar, there's a word missing here, yotza mershusa. 
what Hefker means is it's not mine. The minute you make that declaration and the people hear it and comprehend, uh, again, you make that declaration, it's uh, in front of uh, people that hear that, it's not yours. You have no ownership in it. So therefore, since according to Shammai, saying it's I'm making it Hefker for an Oni, it's now Hefker. It's not yours. And if somebody takes it, you can't get it back from him. The whole idea of Hefker, according to Rav Meir, is it's called Silik Rishus from this moment. And it's not yours at all in any way, shape, or form once you make that statement. But I'll die to the Rabiosi. What does Rabiosi say? He says, Ein hefker Anytime, forget about Shammai and Hillel. Let's say it's a pure hefker, a beautiful hefker. He means it forever, and he means it for everyone. Goyim, Jews, everyone. Technically, it's not that person's until he comes and gets it. Meaning the original owner, according to Rabiosi, still owns it. Let me explain it better. Ownership is a tough thing to dis- disassemble, according to Rabiosi. When you own something, you can't just say, I don't own it. You can't just say, I don't want it anymore. We do this by Chomets, right? We say it should be Hefker, right? According to our mayor, that's good. Because I'm making the declaration, and I there I I do not own this at all. Which which is a chiddush if you think about it. Because once something is, you made a Kenyan to own it. How did you sever it by your announcement, by your not wanting it? You went you you, you did a, a an important activity to bring this into your field of ownership. How can you just now say, I don't want it anymore? It's, I don't own it. Now, if you have another person who's there with you, of course, you can give it to that other person. That person's brain and mind, together with your willingness to give it to that person, means it's no longer yours. That's what Rabiosi is thinking about. And therefore, he says, Hefker just means permission for anybody to make a Kenyan in it. But till they make the Kenyan, it's technically still yours. That would be true by every Hefker. That's what Rabiosi says. Ein Hefker You need someone else to get it. <laughs> so if that's true, let's talk about Shammai now. The man says, it's Hefker only if you make less than $80,000. An oni in New York. It's Hefker only if you make less than 80 grand. So now someone who makes 200 grand tries to get it. Ain't Hefker or Hefker. So uh, uh, you you can set the rules according to Shammai. You say it's got to be someone who's poor. If a rich guy comes to get it, you slap him on the face. That's not, you can't take it. Because every Hefker is really still yours. You still control the strings until the other person gets it. And when that person gets it, that's what Hefker means. So therefore, if you now take Yossi's idea of what Hefker means generally, and you now meld it with our Shammai, 
it would come out that only an Oni could take it. And if somebody, a wealthy person, would take it, he would have no rights to it. He would be like Zayla. He would have no right to have it. But if you hold like Rav Meir, even a wealthy person, according to Shammai, would be able to take it. Now, Yishami goes on. Now that makes sense, of course, when it's Hefker for years or forever. What would be in a case, however, where a person says, Hefkera Lizman Muat? So let me explain what this is. Till now, we've talked about Hefker to certain people and not other people. And that we saw it's a debate between Shammai and Hillel, exactly, and what are the parameters are that, are dependent on Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish. What about if a person wants to make something Hefker for a certain amount of time? Meaning, for a week, this is Hefker. And then the Hefker is over, and the default comes back to me. For a week, I'm making it Hefker. Now, again, according that would be mean different things. According to Rabbi Yossi, especially, what would that mean? For a week, anybody can make a Kenyan in it. Anybody who wants to make a Kenyan in it. But once that week is over, the Hefker is gone, and it, 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 by default, it re- returns back to the one who made the pronouncement, the original owner. So what would be in a case where it's a hefker lizman muat. What would be if it would be a hefker for a short amount of time? And what happens? And then someone comes during that period and gets it. Now remember what it means. Hefker lizman muat means for this week, I'm, I'm, I'm making it open for everybody. But let's say somebody does come. So let's use names. Kolev makes something Hefker. He makes something Hefker for a, 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 for a week. During that week, Yoshua comes and gets it. When the week is over, can Kolev claim it back from him? Does that work? So. Rabbi, you're in and out, Rabbi. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting you're in and out. I'm getting a message that my that the internet is a little weak. I hope it, I hope everybody can hear me. Okay, Henoch, can you hear me now? Henoch, can you hear me Rabbi, all right? Rabbi, you're in and out. You're breaking up. Uh huh. Rabbi, um, Henry saying your sound is in and out. As you know, it's it's worse than you think it is. It is. And, and for Richard, it is. It, it's breaking up a lot. All right, let me switch to the other. Let me switch to the phone then. All right. I hope. Right, let's let's move on. So let's say, the, again, this is a lot of principles here. You think this is about being a farmer. It is about being a farmer, but it's a lot deeper than that, as you can see. So let's see what happens. Now, let's prove it from this case. What are we trying to prove? A person makes something hefker for a couple of days, 
And during those days, someone comes and gets and takes the object. When those days lapse, can the original owner ask for the object back? So we have a brisa. The brisa says, "If if a person makes his whole field hefker, his whole field he's making hefker. What's the halacha? Bays vigimul yamim. There's no paya. Right. He doesn't. He wants to get out of it, Hannah. Right. He wants to basically make it hefker, and this way. He doesn't have to give matnos hanim. So for beis v'gimel yomim, choserbo. For the first three days, the hefker does not apply, and he can take it back. And if somebody goes into his field and gathers a whole bunch of stuff. The original owner can tell him during those three days, no, no, you, you have to return that. Why? It's like Beit Shammai, right? Beit Shammai would set the rules. No, no. This, is, even, this is something even different. Let me, uh, so I need to explain what this is. The rabbis did observations, and they saw that people were trying to get out of giving matnos uh, by making their fields hefker, and then t- sending their agents and gathering everything for themselves. And s- since it was hefker, it technically wasn't theirs. And, it, 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 and, and, the, and, and these were ramayim. These were cheaters, people that were trying to use a halachic trick. Now, they needed to be Johnny on the spots. When they said it's hefker, then the next morning they would run in there gather everything and say, that wasn't my field. I made it Hefker. I just took it from Hefker. Everybody else had the same right. And they did, now the stuff that they gathered, as Henoch points out, they don't even have to take off Trumas and Maestras from them. Because if something is Hefker, it's not Chayv and Pei, not Chayv and Trumas and Maestras. So the Rabbanan came up with a, a, a Takana. The Takana was the following. When you say, when you announce Right, but this was going to close the loophole. The Rabbanan came up with a Takana, that if you um, make an announcement that you are being mafkir, especially if you're saying you're mafkir your whole field, it does not go into effect for three days. For three days, your statement is, is frozen, and, not, and, and it's, the field is not technically Hefker until three days passed. That is a takana they made. The, re- the reason they made that was to make sure that the Ramai wasn't able to do this because you'd have to wait for three days and then for three days all the Aniyam would show up already. So this was a takana to close down the loophole. That when you, and, and, and it applies, and in order for, for a takana to work, as we know, with coronavirus and everything, in order for things to work, it needs to be enforced across the board. So that means no matter how goodwill you have, 
when you people would make, especially their agricultural products after, they would not, it would not go into effect for three days. That was the law. You were making something hefker. Hefker does, did not apply until three days had passed. So, now, hang on. So, hefker is sedeu. You need to, so therefore, what's the law? You, even though you weren't trying to be a ramai, you weren't trying to be a sneak person. But for the first three days, because of this new takana, your hefker, even though you wanted it to mean something, does not mean anything. And you could take it back. You could, and if, even if somebody is on your field taking stuff, you could say, hey, I want that back. The hefker hasn't started yet. In fact, you could take back your whole hefker. Not only can you take the stuff away from someone who's trying to take it during the first three days, you can change your mind. Because it doesn't go into effect until three days from the moment you say it. So you have three days within to change your mind and take the whole thing back. That's all part of this takana that they made to stop the Ramai. And it had a lot of ramifications. Tani Reb Shimon Daina, Kumei Reb Zera. He was a Dayan. And he said, you know what? You should have even a couple of, if this Takana is true, it shouldn't lapse at just at three days. You should be able to take it back even after three days. Amarle, one second. <laughs> There's got to be a cutoff point. Kivan da'at Omar, so you're going to say, even though three days have passed, three complete days have passed. So you're going to say that, uh, give him another 10 minutes. Where, where do you draw the line? If How about after 10 days? Can he still say, I didn't mean it? In other words, let's say you're a Rabiosi person, which means... It's not. It, it doesn't really leave your rishus until somebody shows up to get it. So let's say you call, you declare it hefker, and it took ten days till somebody came around and took the item. So are, are you able to say, oh, "Oh, I didn't mean it"? Obviously, there's got to be a cutoff point, even when the rabbanon make their takana of three days. Three days means three days. When three days is over, the hefker kicks in. The Gemara says, Lishan Masnisan, the Mishnah, the language of the Mishnah, Messiah Rabzeira. Why? Because the Mishnah, when it speaks about this Takana, which is a very strange, you probably never heard about this Takana before tonight. The Mishnah, when it explains this Takana, says, Bamedvar Mamurim. Where do we, where do the rabbis say that for three days it's frozen? The statement doesn't have any teeth. It doesn't mean anything. That's when you just say, I'm making it hefker. I'm making my field hefker. Keshehifker stam. Avo. Im omar. Sadai mufkeres. Yom echad. But if you put a limit on the way you make it hefker, you say, for one day, my field is hefker. Or Shabbat achat. For one week, my field is hefker. Chodash achat. One month. Shvu achad. Shvuachad, of course, means there's something missing. It should be one year. But Shvuachad would mean for the next seven years it's Hefker. 
So then the takana doesn't apply. Im if no one else has gotten to it, who, maybe himself or Acher, he can say, I want it back. Because that's like Rabbi Yossi, not like Rav Meir. Let's say you say, it's Hefker for a day. As soon as somebody comes and gets it, so what do you see? The Takana of three days doesn't apply there. Because the Takana was made for the normal Hefker. The normal faker will say, it's Hefker forever, and then go and get it. He's not going to add, it's Hefker for the next day, it's Hefker for the next week. He's not going to do that. Because if his plan is to send his workers in the next morning to get it, he's not going to put a limit on it. A person who puts a limit on it means what he says. And he means, for the next week, I want to be a philanthropist, and anybody can come and get it. So there, the rabbis do not try to change uh, and put any limitations on the hefker, which means, however, if someone gets it within that week, you can't get it back from him. From here, you see Reb Zeir is right. It doesn't make a difference. If it's a year or a week, there are no limitations to the hefker. We're not worried about the tricking guy, the ramai. We're not worried about the sneaky guy in this case. You also see from this statement, a person has a right to make it hefker, and it works, and he himself can be the one who gets it back. And if that, if in that situation, he's beaten the system. And he would be able, and he wouldn't have to take off Trumas and Maestras. So you see, and this answers Rabzeira's question. The Rabzeira Omar, who's Man Maruba, who's Man Muat. So therefore, there's no difference whether it's a long time or a short time the takon of the rabbis does not apply if he gives a stipulation. Okay, we'll go to the Bavli. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.